Well, the first thing you have to remember is that what we are comparing is rates of reporting, not the rates of actual rates or the frequency at which rates occur. So you have to take into account, because there is very significant under-reporting, that may also be skewing figures. So we don't, for example, know how much under-reporting might be going, in, going on in Gauteng in comparison to Northern Cape. So I think that's just the first thing we have to bear in mind. I mean, I think the other thing one has to bear in mind is that for at least the last 15, 20 years, if you look at the statistics for assault GBH, for example, and for rape, Northern Cape has consistently reported higher figures, which I think tells you something about the conditions in the province. Um, and perhaps a tolerance and an acceptability of violence in that particular province, which may be greater than in Gauteng. Certainly, it would suggest that probably in each province there are some quite unique dynamics operating. And that if we want to prevent, we have to look at the dynamics in each province and tackle those rather than um, implement some very vague general national plan. So, I think one thing we also have to take into account, which I think many people have pointed to, is the Northern Cape is a very, is in some ways quite a unique um, province. It's very sparsely populated. Unemployment um, levels are fairly high. I think they're becoming higher as, the, as people leave the province looking for work. So there isn't much in the way of recreation. There isn't much in the way of employment and opportunity in the province. I think there's a long history of drinking and people being paid, as in the Western Cape, through the DOP system. Um, so I think all of that, when you combine that with gendered patriarchal norms, I think unfortunately contributes to a situation where the Northern Cape may face greater problems than, than other provinces.